This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. One ticket to Tokyo, please. One way. That woman deserves her revenge. And we deserve to die. No kidding, I heard it was kind of hard. Silly Caucasian girl likes to play with samurai swords. Yeah. Any more subordinates for me to kill? It's a brand new episode of Mystery Teen Girl Theater 9000. Kayla, we are at episode 7. Whoa, we did it. Yay, we've done more than three episodes without quitting. Woo! Second time's the charm. Yep. Uh, Today, I... uh, Well, yesterday we watched it, but today we're talking about it. I selected the 2003... Now, they're calling this an American martial arts film... (laughs) Which, yeah. Okay. Uh, Kill Bill, Volume 1, starring Uma Thurman, Lucy Liu, and Vivica a Fox. Yes. Uh, and to a lesser extent, uh, Michael Madsen, Daryl Hannah, and David Carradine. Although, they do not appear as much in this movie because they mostly appear in Volume 2. Which we have not watched. No. This is also our theme of... Starting movies with sequels and then not watching the sequels at all. This is a new thing we're trying, and it's driving me crazy. It's a new concept. Uh, I hate it so much. Um, Kayla, also, my thoughts will be very bare minimum. I'm very tired today. Okay. So she woke up like an hour ago, maybe. Uh, and I use the term "wake up" loosely. So I got out of bed. That does not mean I'm awake. <laughs> Okay, so do you want, in in your slumberous state, oh do you want to try to recount 
the story of Kill Bill Volume 1. I don't even think I, even fully awake, I don't know if I could explain what this story <laughs> is, because I really don't know. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> okay, do you want me to then go through this? Yes, please. Okay, so Tell we... the people that have probably seen this movie thousands of times what this movie is about. Okay, well, it's for the people, I mean, there. Are, I'm sure there are people listening who've never seen these. This movie came out in 2003. I mean, I'm sure it's, lots of people have seen it by now. I mean, yes, lots of people have, I'm sure, but there are lots who haven't, I'm sure, also. So, okay. You have Uma Thurman, who plays the bride, yes. although she has a name, but whenever she says her name, it is censored for some unknown reason. Yeah. Um, you hear her name in the second movie. So, she plays the bride, and it begins with her apparent death. But she does not die. No. Uh, she she, lives. she somehow survives being shot in the head. Yes. Uh, Still unclear how that happened. I mean, it has been known to happen. There have been people who have been shot in the head legitimately and somehow managed to survive. So uh, she is part of a guild of assassins. The, 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 the deadly the viper, viper assassination, assassination squad. squad. Best yes. name ever. And they are all codenamed via snakes. Uh, her code name is Black Mamba. Definitely where Kobe got it from. Yes. And <laughs> um, so this is not something they necessarily go into great detail in the first volume, mm-hmm. but a little bit of spoilers. She decides to leave the life, especially once she gets pregnant. Yes. But Bill, who is the head of the assassination squad, it's kind of a prick. He doesn't really doesn't want to raise yes. her kid in all of this. Dick extraordinaire. So she leaves. She finds somebody anew. She's going to marry him. And he takes the whole assassination squad and tries to assassinate all of them, including her. Yes. And she survives, though. She yeah. believes that her child has died, though, as a result of everything that happened to her. She wakes up from a coma four years later and now seeks revenge yes. on everybody in the group. Mm-hmm. She goes to murder them all. She has a list. And yes, and the list is given to us out of order. The events are done out of order. Um, but uh, in this movie, she does manage to uh, take down two of them. First, Vivica A. Fox, who is now uh, living with a child. She's had a, a life and a husband and everything in these last four years. Mm-hmm. And uh, that doesn't stop the bride. She kills her. And then we sort of flash back to the beginning of all of this where she her first stop is to kill Oren Ishii. Coolest person in this movie. Who was played by Lucy Liu. She's pretty awesome. And she then goes on to essentially fight everybody under Ishii's control for about like an hour. She literally murders the entire Yakuza. And you know what? Good good for her. She's <laughs> she's doing great. Uh but yeah, the uh the end of the movie is uh, essentially her moving on to her second target, which we see at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we don't see is Bill letting the audience know that uh, the bride's daughter is still alive. Yes. And she does not know this yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is the that is the big thing there. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that is the end of the movie. So uh, tell me what you thought of Kill Bill Volume 1. I like this movie. Okay. It was a good movie. So I picked a, I picked another good movie. Yes. All right. I know that there were elements in this that I knew you would like, but I thought there were other things that I thought might 
I mean, sword fighting is cool. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, tell me more. Tell me more about what you liked. Uh, well, I mean, just a lot of the, a lot of the fighting was really good. It was very satisfying mm. to watch. Like that's really all that like stuck was like fighting was cool. Okay, but they take a mid movie break to just give us an anime. Yes, which I enjoyed very much. Okay, I knew you were going to really like that. <laughs> they gave us an anime for fifteen minutes, and you know what? I appreciated that. Yeah, they they gave us the backstory of of Oren to like be like this is why she's so insane and so good at killing people. And you know, it's I I, I get it. Considering all the stuff that happens to her, I would probably be pretty traumatized as well. Yes. Um, so the thing, the the reason I thought this would be a little bit more outside of the box is mm-hmm. I knew there were elements in it that I knew you would like. But at times, things can feel a little slow. And yeah. at times, even though the fighting is cool, they do not have a problem, like, dragging on a fight for a really long time. Yes. Like the, I personally really enjoy the whole killing all of the Yakuza, mm-hmm. but it does go on for a very long time. It, it's it a goes big on chunk. Forever, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I wasn't mad at that, but it was a lot of like, can we go back to her killing the people that like she needs to kill first? <laughs> like, can we do that? Because like all yes. these people, they're just they're just working. They have lives. They have families, and she just like killed them mm-hmm. for what? <laughs> Well, I mean, they were willing to throw down their lives for Oren, right? So they were like, totally, they're like, let's do it. Um, So another reason why I wasn't sure if you were going to like this is uh, Tarantino really mixed a lot of influences into this movie. Yes, this movie had like four different genres, and I don't know how I felt about that. I see. I thought it would be, yeah, stylistically kind of confusing between all of the music and the shots. So a lot of this. It um, was a western, but with samurai swords. It's sort of yeah. So <laughs> this was, I think, this was sort of like Tarantino's jumping into his grindhouse cinema phase, which was like grindhouse movie theaters were places that played like cheap. They were cheap movie theaters especially in the 70s and they did a lot of like martial arts films and black exploitation and mm-hmm. spaghetti westerns cheap movies and stuff like that um, so the idea of a genre called spaghetti western is possibly the best thing I've ever heard <laughs> um, so according to this the animated sequence in this film uh, is an homage to various violent animes Yes. Including Golgo 13, The Professional from 1983, The mm-hmm. Wicked City from 1987. Mm-hmm. Uh, they noted that the uh, the actual plot of the movie ties to, it could be linked to either a 1973 Japanese film or a 1968 French film. And neither of those are surprising, given that it is Quentin Tarantino as the director. But the 73 film is called Lady Snowblood. In that which a, incredible. In which a woman kills off the gang who murdered her family. Uh, and the uh, the 68 French film is called The Bride War Black, in which a bride seeks revenge on the five gang members, uh, seeks revenge on five gang members, and strikes them off a list as she kills them. So yes. these sounds like they could all be homages to, to those, but... 
uh, like the the I sound love female rage movies. Where <laughs> well, it's just like girls what... getting revenge on dicks. I love that. That's what this is as well. Well, I mean, that's what a lot of this movie was. Yes, uh, I I, mean... I really enjoy movies that involve women just being like, "Hey, screw you," and then <laughs> kicking people's ass. You I made me big it. mad. Yes. Now prepare to die. Large Angie. Now I will murder you. <laughs> prepare to die bigly. Um, <laughs> they, I mean, that's that's sort of what this is. And you didn't see a lot of movies like this when Tarantino made Kill Bill. You didn't see like a super kick-ass female protagonist uh-huh. that literally wipes the floor with everybody. Yeah. I mean, some people she has a bit of a fight with. Not for long. But most people, she kind of just literally... Like, a lot of the crazy 88s that she fights in yeah. in that restaurant, she just, like, butter. Just mows through them. Uh, even even Oren's, like, right-hand woman, Gogo, the 17-year-old Japanese schoolgirl with was, a mace. Dude, I literally, I think I brought this up while we were watching it. Every yeah. film, TV show, what have you... That has something to do with a Japanese gang has like a school age child who's very who's very dangerous. Every single one of them does. I'm telling you, they all have like a 17 year old child who's like, I'm angry. (laughs) Why do you think that is, though? I don't know. Do you think it's just some sort of like subversion thing where they're like, you're not going to expect this little thing to do anything? Maybe. And oh my God, she killed 50 people. Yeah, maybe. I think it's one of those subversion things. But if you do it a lot, then everybody comes to. Then everybody's like, oh, this tiny child is going to kick all of the ass. Yeah. I mean, look, they don't do this with just Japanese school age children and things like this. They do this in a lot of movies where you'll have like a bunch of dudes who rough up somebody. They're huge, big, muscular guys. But then like they're like tiny. You have a tiny child who then kicks all their ass. They're like Colin El Tigre. And then in comes this tiny dude. And it's like, oh, he's going to kick everyone's ass. They want you to think, ha ha ha. Like he's so small, he can't do anything. Mm -hmm. But they've done this so much that when I see him, like when I see a character like that, I'm like, oh, now you're in real trouble. Because for some reason, he's like a way better fighter than everybody else. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly when they started doing that. Um, It may have been a trope. It was probably a trope because this movie is full of them on purpose because Tarantino is, is, we've already mentioned this, paying tribute to so many of the genres of movies that he loves uh, already. But yeah, this was just really crazy, wasn't it? Yes. It's such a weird movie in so many ways. Like everything to the 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 way they film stuff, the camera shots. Sometimes the slow-mo is like this very cheap looking slow-mo. Uh, all done on purpose. The music is weird. The music is like a mashup of yes. like all the genres. You get a bit of Western and tango. And- yeah, that made no sense. Especially when they were in Japan. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you playing like tango music while you're in a yeah. Japanese club? Like, explain that to me. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just the weird mixing of genre. It's one of those things where I'm like, this could be a thing where she could be like, I don't know how I felt about this movie. Maybe I didn't I mean, like it. I mean, it was weird, much. but it was like a good kind of weird. Yeah, it's a super weird movie, but good, Yeah, I think. Um, I'm sure this makes you probably want to watch the sequel, which we'll... Never do. Almost never probably do. Yep. 
because now we're like five or six sequels deep in all of the movies that we've watched thus far. Uh, we should do a bonus episode where we watch all of the sequels that we've missed out on. I mean, look, I tried. I thought about getting to get Kayla to watch the the sequel last night before we went to bed. I was too concerned playing Ocarina of Time. Yeah, she was too busy having friends over and living her life uh, to spend time watching yet another movie with her dad. So uh, we, we watch one movie every two weeks. Yes. And then we talk about it for 15 to 20 minutes, and <laughs> that is all the time we spend. After that, we isolate in other rooms and never speak to each other. Um, yes. Okay, thank you for backing me up on that horrible parenting-sounding thing that I don't <laughs> actually do. I really, I really don't, everybody. Um, don't laugh like that. They're going to think they're going to think that it's true. Uh, it's totally not. Um, it's not. Okay, so uh, look. Do you have a favorite character in this movie? Oh, Ren's cool as shit. That's all I have to say. She, she's just the coolest person in this movie. Really the best. Uh, I agree. I think <laughs> Lucy Liu stood out. I think Lucy Liu stood out the most to me, too. And I think her best scene in this movie is when she's at, like, the crime syndicate table, like the Yakuza table. And she just cuts off someone's head. Yeah, because he was <laughs> like, he brought up her... Uh, her ancestry because she's not 100% Japanese. Yeah, and then he brought up this whole like, she's a woman, why should we be taking orders from a woman, blah, 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 blah. And then she just like gets up and cuts off his head and I'm like, Jesus. Yes, and you know what I like about it? Her run is like little pitter-patters. Like her feet are just like shuffle, 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 cut off head. Yeah. Uh, And then she goes back to the, and she speaks in English to show them how serious she is. Yeah. But then Lucy Liu starts getting angry and swearing. Like, I never thought I'd see Lucy Liu be like, motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, but here I we are. <laughs> She's like, if anybody has any more problems, if anybody has anything else to say, now's the fucking time. And I was just like, holy shit. That, to this day, still, like, I'll be good. <laughs> like, please don't kill me, 2003 Lucy Lou. I will do whatever the hell you want. Just please don't kill me. <laughs> I'll behave. Um, yeah, she's awesome. She steals this movie, I think, entirely. Yeah. I wish uh, she didn't die. She was cool. No, but I mean, of course she was gonna. Like, yeah. she's on the list. If you're on the list, you're gonna die. Yeah. So, mm. <laughs> Just thought about something. Yeah. About how Uma Thurman in this movie is like John Wick. <laughs> Yeah. Like the second that she decides she's going to kill you, you're dead. Yeah. I mean, just replace the puppy with her baby. Even though the baby is alive, she doesn't know that. She thinks the baby did not survive. And she's just like, fuck it, going to kill everybody. Mm -hmm. And she probably killed as many people, if not more, than John Wick did in this movie. She specified that she killed over 80 people. Well, at least. John Wick killed like 73. Yeah, that's right. I'm just so surprised you remember more that still. That is John Wick. That has stuck with you. Um, I mean, that's a big number. It is a huge number of people. And you know what? Uh, I don't think she kills nearly as many people in the second movie. So, Aww. yeah. I think that's kind of like John Wick, too. Or no, maybe he kills more in the second movie. I think you told me he kills more. I think he does kill more. I think he does kill more people in the second movie. Uh, but yeah. I am, I'm not, I don't want to say surprised that you like this one. Yeah. Because the I th goal is to pick movies that he picks all like. Yes, the goal is to pick, but I thought there was an outside chance that you might not like it because the, it's, the genre blending is kind of weird. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and at times things can feel like they drag on or stretch on for a little bit. 
But no, you like? Mm-hmm. It was a very good movie. <coughs> Rona. No, that's let's let's not wish that into existence or speak it into existence, please. Um, please no, no. But my my throat does feel like it's collapsing in on itself. So that's a good time to end the podcast. That's a really horrible note to end it on. But. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I just got I got like a a, a like tickle a, a tickle or something in the back of my throat. Yes. Please don't make any jokes. I know there are already people laughing. Please, please stop doing that right now. Please do um, not laugh. This is not a laughing matter. Very serious. Uh, Big serious hours. This is not funny. (laughs) So, all right, guys. That is the podcast for this couple of weeks. I don't know. I should say this time. It's the podcast. I can't say for this week. This week sounds normal, but it's not. There's going to be like a break. I don't know. This is whenever we. That's it for now. (laughs) We're done for now. I will say everybody should wish me luck hypothetically because I have a choir concert next week and it's the first time I'm performing in months. So yes. Oh, you're gonna do fine. Why are we talking about this on the podcast? Because I want support. Okay. Well, I (laughs) I support you. You you do have support out there. You're gonna be great. And you're going back to school, which is great for me. Oh, boy. And great for you and your grades and everything. <laughs> and hopefully great for this podcast as well, in so much as that it continues <laughs> and doesn't well, the die last on time the that, Well, the last time that school started while we were trying to do this podcast, we didn't do it for three years. Mm. So... <laughs> Another possible roadblock has been put in front. We'll try not to do that this time. Yes. We'll do our best. Um, <laughs> okay, well... I feel like I'm on a roll here. So far, out of all the podcasts, we've done seven. Yeah. And there's only been one you didn't like that much. Yeah, you're doing a good job this this time. I mean, I feel like... Hmm, I feel like the question that was asked was like, how well do I know you? Now it feels like very well. Oh, I should say that hmm. the next time that we do this podcast, because I don't know if my dad remembers that he agreed to this, but hmm. the next time that we do this podcast will be the week of Halloween. Yes. And he agreed to let me pick a movie. That's have true. have him watch. So the next yes. time that you hear this, it'll be a movie that I selected. Oh, man. At least I'm off the hook and I don't have to, to watch something. <laughs> so next time you're going to have to be like, hi, welcome to the podcast. Let's find out if I like if I can pick a movie my dad likes. Yes. Uh, have fun with that. Uh, I will. (laughs) Okay. So that's the podcast for now, everybody. Head on on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. Yes. Of which there is a mini archive of now. Yay. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Mystery Teen Girl Theater 9000. Really need to change the name. Nah. Let's just make it longer, actually. Oh, God. Let's Let's add words to it. Uh, and then hit subscribe. And uh, that way you can come back in a couple of weeks and find out what hell Kayla has put me through. It won't be bad, I promise. <laughs> <laughs>